Welcome to my podcast, The Cross in the Desert. I'm your host, Randy L. Noble, and once again, I want to thank you so much for taking time out of your busy life to join me today on my podcast. The Cross in the Desert is dedicated to being a voice for oppressed women in the Middle East, and there is a very tragic heartbreaking story coming out of Tehran this week. Iranian woman brain dead after arrest by morality police over hijab rules. She was viciously beaten and brain dead simply for not wearing a proper hijab. I report on these stories all the time and they never get easier to talk about because my passion and my commitment is to be a voice for Iranian woman. This is Masa Amani, 22 years old. She had traveled from the western Iranian province of Kurdistan to Tehran this week of September 13. She was going to meet with relatives, but eyewitnesses witnessed her being beaten and taken away in a van simply because she was not wearing a proper hijab. Since the 1979 revolution, women have been forced to wear the hijab when they go out publicly. And if you're not in compliance, you can be arrested, detained, fined, and in this case, brutally beaten. Eyewitnesses at the scene told journalists that Massa appeared to have been beaten inside the morality police van while being taken away to the Vasa detention center. And she was conscious at that time. A few hours after her arrest, her family was informed that Amini had been hospitalized. The media center of the Tehran Police Department denied the eyewitness claims of beating Amini, saying she was transferred to one of the police departments in Tehran for justification and education about the hijab when suddenly she suffered a heart attack. And as someone who reports on women in the Middle East, I know this is a lie. They always come up with a convenient excuse after it's obvious something fatal has happened to the arrested victim. Now, Masa's brother said in an interview with the Iran news website that doctors told him they had diagnosed Masa as having either a heart attack or a stroke, and now her brain is no longer conscious. This is, again, a pattern. Authorities in Iran are increasingly cracking down on women deemed to be in violation of wearing the hijab, which, of course, as I've mentioned, is mandatory when going out public in Iran. In recent weeks, women judged not to be in compliance have been barred from entering government offices, banks, or even riding on public transportation. Now, the notorious guidance patrol, the morality police, they've been increasingly active and violent. Now, a human rights activist, Peran Nazimi, has challenged Iranian authorities to release security camera footage to prove that they didn't beat this beautiful 22-year-old woman. Now, what I want to bring to your attention is that Iran is now using surveillance cameras to identify women breaking the so-called hijab rule. 
An Iranian official says footage from surveillance cameras in public places such as subways will be used to help identify and find women who failed to adhere to the country's mandatory hijab rule. This was based on a July 5th order by President Abraham Rossi to enforce the so-called hijab and chastity law. And this has been going on since about July. And they will publish a picture of a woman wearing improper hijab on the internet and that they will do this for the next six months. They will be restricted of where they can travel. They can't use public transportation. They can't go into government offices or banks and the notorious guidance patrols, the morality police. They have been really active since this law has emerged on the scene. This is very sad and tragic. I have a very dear Iranian friend who wrote the book Captive in Iran when she and her best friend Miriam were on death row in 2009 for distributing Bibles in Tehran. They were miraculously set free a few months later. But commenting on this news report this week, my friend Marzea Amarizeda said that this woman was indeed beaten. She was harassed and beaten in what's called the Vazari Detention Center. Many women have been harassed, tortured, and detained in Iran for showing their objections to the compulsory hijab. Now, Marzia goes on to report that her and her best friend Miriam were detained in Vazari for 14 days. This is the place that Masa was taken to. Back in 2009, they were detained there for 14 days, and Marzea writes, we could not see the light. We did not have fresh water to drink, and we had to sleep on a cold concrete floor and cover ourselves with wet blankets that were soaked in urine. The guards treated us and all prisoners like animals. They would use curses and the ugliest words against prisoners, especially women. We were mistreated and harassed for days only because of our faith in Jesus Christ. We also witnessed harassment and mistreatment of many women there. And Marzea brings out a point that is so important as we talk about Masa Amani. She says the Biden administration, instead of making the Iranian officials accountable for the violations of human rights, appease these criminal leaders in Tehran. And now they're trying to make, again, a nuclear deal with this terrorist regime in Iran. Despite many pressures from Iranian opposition groups, the State Department is also trying to deny a visa for Iran's hard-lying president, Ebrahim Rossi. And is they are not going to deny this man a visa. He's the president of Iran, Abraham Rossi. He's the killer of hundreds of people in Iran, in the history of Iran. And yet they're going to give him a visa to speak at the United Nations this month at the General Assembly. 
History will never forget those who stand with terrorists. This is very sad. This woman, all she wanted to do was come and visit relatives. And according to the morality police, she was not wearing her hijab properly. Was probably taken into a van, eyewitnesses say so, and there she was viciously beaten. And now she is brain dead for wearing improper hijab. 22-year-old Masa Amini. As I think about the violence and the terror against women in Iran, I'm, a, I'm reminded of one of my favorite psalms that I talk about, that I publish in my books, and I use in my prayer time for my Iranian friends. And it is indeed a powerful promise from the Word of God. Psalm 72, verses 12 through 14. It is promised God will rescue the poor when they cry to him. He will help the oppressed who have no one to defend them. He feels pity for the weak and the needy, and he will rescue them. He will redeem them from oppression and violence, for their lives are precious to him. The life of Masa Amini is precious to God. He takes no pleasure in the wicked assault on this poor, innocent woman's body simply for not wearing a proper hijab. But this is the plot. This is the plight for Iranian women. This is how they are treated. They are treated like the scum of the earth, like second-class citizens in a male-dominated culture. Masa Amini is brain-dead. Her family is devastated, and I, too, share in their pain. Please join me in praying for her family. Please join me in praying for the millions of Iranian women who are desperate for freedom in Iran. God bless you. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast, and have an incredible week.